Hi, welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis. I'm your host, Amelia, and I am here with Danny Cohen, who is the CEO of Show Up Management. Hi, Danny. Hi, Amelia. How are you? Good. Thank you for coming on today's episode again. I know of we course. had you in my very first episode, which yes. is super exciting. And for those that don't know, Danny is actually my manager. I so am. Hello. We spend a lot of time together. Which is <laughs> we a lot do. Of fun. Um, but we wanted to come on here and talk about the five golden rules of getting in shape. Yeah, so as you guys probably know, Amelia is a badass WBFF competitor. <laughs> I can swear on here, right? That's fine. Um, but Amelia competes in the WBFF, I compete in NPC. So slightly different federations, but the same general idea. And for those that do not know what WBFF stands for, it stands for World Beauty, Fitness and Fashion. I am judged on my physique. I'm judged on my overall appearance. I have to be classy. I have to go into the judges and act, you know, classy and right. which is why I don't compete in that federation. No. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, Amelia, it's I like that you said what it stands for because I'm like every time I say the wrong thing, NPC is National Physique Committee. That I know. WBFF, I go, uh, People every are like, time. what does that stand for? Yeah. Those are just some letters that I, I don't the know the what they mean. fitness in there. Yes. about it. But no, yeah, but point great. being, I mean, we've both dieted down for shows. We've both kind of done like bulking phases and so we're <laughs> fairly familiar with how to get into good shape and how to get even into contest shape, which obviously not everybody is trying to do, but it's, you know, it's the same general principle, whether you're trying to get to 20% body fat or 10% body fat, right, the same right, rules right, right. typically apply. Yeah, so we, um, <laughs> we came up with a list of five things that we thought were super important so that if there's anyone listening to this that is trying to go through some sort of a fitness or weight loss journey, listen to this episode and by the end of it hopefully you can take away these five amazing things that we have you know that we thought of yeah so, so let's start with relaxed. um okay yeah. <laughs> the first one yes you want to start you want to kick us off <laughs> yes i do so rule number one which i am big on this those following my instagram know that i preach this you have to have the right mindset mm -hmm. you will not get anywhere in your weight loss journey if you are not in the right mindset i will say that again Mindset is everything. Yeah, and I think what I love about spending time with Amelia, what I think you're so great at, <laughs> is just maintaining a really positive and healthy mindset. And I think a lot of times, especially in the fitness industry, it's very easy to hyper-focus on your body fat percentage or how quickly you're losing weight or how slowly you're losing weight or mm -hmm. how much muscle you have. And it's easy to really get wrapped up in that. Like, I know I've been in that spot before. Yeah. And it's hard to see, like, the larger picture, which is, like, this is supposed to be fun. It's, it's, it's supposed to be maintainable. It's supposed to be about, like, long-term sustainable yeah. health, which also means your mindset. And so if you're going into every day negative and frustrated and not happy with your progress, that's right. not going to be healthy. So in my last, um, last week's interview with Brit, you know Brit. Mm -hmm. um, I went pro with her at my show. She, in in this last episode, um, it's not even out yet, but we talked, or she made a really good point how people always are like, so when I lose 10 pounds, I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. you know? And instead of thinking like that, she was like, yeah, I because she's a mindset coach. Oh, so wow. she teaches her clients to reverse that. And I, I don't even, gosh, I screwed up how she said it, but she said it so perfect. So you can't think like that. You can't think, oh, I'm going to go on this trip when right, I, lose I lose 10, 10 pounds. pounds. Because then, you know, you're gonna, you might lose the 10 pounds. Yeah, but they won't stay off. Right. Like, well, and what I think is interesting too, just like coming from where I come from, I manage, as you know, a lot of athletes. And yeah. a lot of physique athletes and yep. 
what ends up happening in that spot is that they have these amazing opportunities to go on these trips and do these photo shoots. And like, I had a client who, yeah, this had to be probably four months ago, had an opportunity to go to Hawaii and do a shoot with a what? photographer. Yeah, who I, I love as photographer. And she wasn't particularly lean. She looked great. She looked awesome. Right. But she didn't look like stage, like competition right. lean. And so she was like, I don't think I'm going to do it. What? Yeah. And I was so. Please tell t- me she went. She did. But she was, okay. I was so taken aback because I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, why on earth? Like, if you were going to send me to Hawaii to do a photo shoot with like an amazing photographer, uh-huh. I'm there. Like, just let me know when. Can so, I have that trip? Right? So, but so I'm literally <laughs> sitting there and I'm like, why, why? And she's like, I just don't feel like stage ready. And she's a pro. And so I get it. You want to present a certain physique. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, having a good mindset means celebrating your body in all phases, whether you're a little bit leaner, whether you're kind of a little yeah, bit holding more absolutely. body fat. Like it doesn't mean I love myself and I'm happy only when I look a certain way. So I competed eight weeks ago now. Crazy because it seems like it was just yesterday. And um, I'm up 10 pounds from my stage weight. Wow. And well, you for, look great, so. Thank you. <laughs> Looking for, at your shoulders right now. I'm like, look at those weird delts. Like, goddamn. So, um, and it, no, but for a little bit, like, I'm human. It was, it was a, it was a cluster in my mind. Like, holy cow, I am, I'm up 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was just journaling about it and I had to just kind of tell myself, like, this is part of my sport. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I mean, I'm not perfect and, and I just, yeah, it was down about it for a while but yeah I flipped to that mindset it's all a mindset's just huge oh yeah and I think especially like what I've seen is like when you're starting to lose weight like let's say you're saying okay I want to lose x amount of pounds or x percentage of body fat when you're starting that out initially if you're coming from a place and I talk about this all the time but if you're coming from a place of I don't like myself and I hate how I look like Mm -hmm. that whole journey and that whole process is going to be so negative and even the reverse is true like if you're trying to put on muscle especially I see this a lot in like male clients is yeah oh I feel like I'm so skinny I need to put on muscle I feel like I look so bad you're not going to make the progress you want to see because it's coming from a place of I hate myself and not yeah you have to enjoy the process and that's why I love my sport you know the, the bodybuilding thing is just incredible because it it truly teaches you how to love yourself in all forms and even you know you're gonna have bad days you're gonna have days where you're like oh I look so bad you know like right. I I have um I, was I have in, those once a week no. yeah I was in, I was in <laughs> Vegas this last weekend and I had a crop top I wanted to wear but I had just eaten a burger and fries <laughs> you're like oh I put it on and I was like oh I'm a little bloated oh, yeah and of course my I, my twin my twin sister like yeah. looked at me and she's like Amelia shut up wear the stupid crop top right you look great you have like the most amazing body you know like and I'm just like okay well so I I wore the crop top moral of the story and I felt good and yeah it was it was weird because again I had just eaten a burger and fries right no but but seriously I think that's a huge thing and I always like they're basically like non-scale victories is what I call those what a lot of people call those and it's like there are things that can be like in your health journey and in your weight loss journey or your weight gain journey that can be helpful and productive and positive that aren't just you know, oh, I lost five pounds. Right. Like it can be, I wore this the dress or I felt good when I went out or I ate but didn't binge eat. Like those are all wins, even if it's not the scale. You know? So what do you do to get in the right mindset? For me, I, it's tough because, you know, I have my good days, I have my bad days. And a lot of it is you either wake up and you feel great or you mm-hmm. wake up and you don't. But yep. for me, I try to remind myself that the way I see myself yep. is not the way that everybody else sees me. And that's been in the past year, the most helpful thing. Amen. Like, I'll give a story too. I was training one of my friends and we were in the gym and there's another trainer who works at my gym. It's Show Up Fitness in West Hollywood. Um, and she 
I mean, is in, this trainer is in like the best shape. Her name is Valeria. I love her. I know what you're talking yeah, about. She's in the best shape she's of any amazing. human being I've ever mm-hmm. seen. And I was saying to my client, I was like, yeah, dude, like my life goal is to look like Valeria. And she mm-hmm. was like, well, you're not that far off. Obviously, you and I know as competitors, from a muscle mass standpoint, I'm very far off. But it was weird to see somebody who doesn't understand bodybuilding, who doesn't really know, to look at me, to look at Valeria and say, oh, well, they're both decently muscular. They must be right. similar, you know? And so to me, I'm like, wow, I go around constantly saying, okay, my delts are too small. I don't have super defined abs. My my glute ham tie-in doesn't look good. Like literally tiny, crazy things like that <laughs> every time I take check-in photos. <clears throat> yeah. But then someone's looking at me and saying, no, you look great. So I think it's like, I try to remind myself of that, of, you know, if you're sitting there and saying, oh, I wish I could lose these last five pounds. No one else is noticing that, but you, right. you're the only person who's thinking that. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no. It, and you're right on that because mm-hmm. you walk around in your own skin. So you're the one totally. that sees all your flaws, you know, and, and, and see them. We do, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to nitpick yourself when you're in, living in your own body every day. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've done to flip my mindset is journal. Yeah. I need to get on I, that. I preach that. I I tell all my clients to do that. Like, if you're having a bad day, take out a pen and paper and just write. Yeah. Who cares? You, you Who cares what you write? Just write. Write your feelings. Write what's bothering you. Write what you want in life. And write out your goals. And one of the uh, the key things that I have my clients do is I'll tell them to write their goal weight on their bathroom mirror. Yeah. So that when they see that every morning when they wake up, it reminds them, oh, I'm working toward this. Right, you know? I have a, a goal. Yeah, I mean, look, like that's like me. I have my my show dates like mm-hmm. taped to my mirror on mm-hmm. my wall because I want to know, okay, in six weeks, I need to be stage lean. And that's yeah. what it is, you know? And so just trying to remember things like that. So exactly. Not getting off track exactly. Day. I love it. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go to rule number two. Yes, hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> hit me with it. Yes. Um, having a good relationship with food, I would oh. say, is a strong golden rule to... Yes you know, a healthy life. This is almost its own podcast in itself. So we'll try to keep it not 45 minutes. But I mean, this is seriously like huge because the number I can't even explain, as you know, I can explain this to you, but to people who don't know, working with athletes, Mm -hmm. the way that people who are competitive in physique sports talk about food is actually (laughs) terrifying sometimes. Like it's sort of (laughs) funny because it's ridiculous, but like literally if you ever ask somebody who's two weeks out from a show, like who's competing in two weeks, and you sit down with them and say like, describe your ideal meal to me right now, like your cheat meal, (laughs) you'll be there for the next like 40 minutes. Well, like, okay, here's the color of the fries and here's like how many there are and the way they're stacked. I want that donut with all the chocolate frosting (laughs) and all the sprinkles on it. Gosh, that was me because Mm -hmm. when I was one week out from my show, all I could think about was how bad I wanted a donut. You know what I really wanted was like uh, just cheese fries from Islands, which like is disgusting and not something that I would ever really consume. But you, but it was like the forefront of my mind. I was like, I think I've had these once in my life and I can't <laughs> stop thinking about them. Did you get them? I did not. Because oh. that's the thing is once you can have them, you want them. You don't right. want them anymore. You don't want them yes. anymore. But anyways, point being with that is like you see people who diet get these really super negative relationships with food mm-hmm. where food is the enemy and they're super restrictive mm-hmm. and oh, I couldn't eat this and I can't eat that. And look, if you're dieting for a competition, okay, I sort of get it. But if right. you're just doing a lifestyle diet to try to lose a little bit of weight, yeah, people get so crazy and I have to go keto, I have to go paleo, I have to be vegan. And there's something inherently what do you think, wrong with um, What those. do you think of the keto diet? What's I, your thought on it? I think if you feel good doing it, go for it. But I also don't think that it's right for everybody. Because that's one of my top questions. A lot of people slide in my DMs and ask what I think about the keto diet. I should yeah. just throw a post up about yeah. it. I'm just going to sort of say I freaking hate the keto yeah. diet. Well, my thought on it is like you should do what makes you feel good. And like if 
going super high fat and low carb or zero carb makes you feel good, great. I don't right, know anybody but, but who feels that Think about it. Way. It's going to yeah. make them feel good for a certain amount of time. Right. And then afterwards, they're just going to gain all that weight oh, back because they're going to binge eat all the, the right. stuff they were missing out on. And my thought is always like, if you can sustain a diet or a lifestyle change, or I should say, if you can make a diet a lifestyle change and sustain it long term, yep. go for it. I don't know a single person who's done keto and been able to sustain it. Maybe you are the exception to that rule. And if so, mm-hmm. knock yourself out. For me, I can't imagine. I'm a carboholic. Like, I can't imagine not eating carbs. Like, yeah. You know? And so I think having a healthy relationship with food means that you don't cut out certain foods. Mm-hmm. You don't label food as good and bad. You don't look at certain meals and say, oh, I could never eat that. You say, it doesn't fit my goals right now versus right. I'll never, ever, ever eat I that. I love that. Oh, yeah. I it say that all the time. It doesn't fit my goals right now. That's, well, seriously, that's when I, when I like, go out to eat and stuff or, like, a lot of times, like, if my friends are going out to eat, I'll just get, like, a Diet Coke or a water, whatever, because I can't eat out when I'm competing. Speaking and of Diet Coke, that's been my thing lately. Oh, uh, I had to get off it. It was really bad, especially when I worked in an office. I was like, I'm just going to, like, literally shotgun cans of I'm Diet trying Coke. to do one a week. Mm-hmm. One a week is all I do, and I I say as I sip it. on, like, a super bad energy drink. Um, I know, I just got my, my coffee. Yeah, always. Um, but, yeah, that's always what I say is I look at a certain meal or a certain food item, and I don't say I could never have that or I need to restrict myself. I right. just say doesn't fit my goals right now so it's not for me and at some point maybe that will fit my goals and it will be for me but right. at this moment it's not right. instead of saying that's bad i shouldn't eat that you can't have that you know no food is bad right even like the nastiest foods like yeah all the sugar like that it's not that it's bad it's just obviously you have to have it in moderation mm-hmm. which is part of having a healthy relationship with food right as you know that you don't and like i think that's a lot of without getting too deep into like the binge eating thing I think a lot of people who have problems with binge eating, a lot of what that stems from is you label food as bad, you restrict mm-hmm. yourself from it. Eventually, you either don't have the willpower or you're literally starving if you're dieting really hard. Mm-hmm. And so you break and you go crazy because mm-hmm. what if that's the last time you can ever have it? Instead of the mindset of, it's just not for me right now, I can have this in three weeks when I want it yeah. and I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think that's with the sport of bodybuilding, mm-hmm. a lot of people screw their relationship up with food after their shows and going into the sport I mean anybody that's listening to this that has thought about competing you have to know that like you you do kind of having you know like you step off stage and you want to eat everything oh yeah well after I had a show October 2018 so it was like almost this time last year and I get I got off stage that was my last show of the season and I promptly within probably three months gained 15 pounds Mm -hmm. and I was the heaviest I'd ever been and I also had a coach who was encouraging that oh you're bulking it's a dirty bulk it's the off season blah 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 and I was like hi sir I am much heavier than I've ever been and it took me basically up until now to diet back down to a place where I felt okay right but not understanding that what that is of oh I restricted myself for 22 weeks for a diet right now I'm going off the rails what's going on it's scary you feel out of control and so I think you know, understanding how you feel about food. Yeah. Understanding your relationship with food, especially for women where, like, a lot of hormonal issues come into play. Mm -hmm. Having that sort of comprehensive sense of, okay, I have a good relationship with food. When I compete, that may be affected. Let me be cognizant of it as I move throughout my diet. Yeah. That's a huge way to mitigate that. But if you walk into a diet blind... You're gonna immediately come out of that. Oh and yeah, binge your you will butt not off. last. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. No, I mean I've seen it. How often do you see on Instagram too? Girls compete, they look amazing. Four weeks later, you're like, I literally do not recognize that person. Yeah, 
t- dozens of times. That's the one thing that I told myself coming off my prep is I would not gain all the weight back. Yeah. And I'm still sitting. I'm sitting. No, you look amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm sitting like five pounds above my stage weight right now. Yeah. Um, and as I, I have another competition on the line now, so Ooh. I'm just like, okay, like. You know, I'm trying to tell myself, okay, take, you know, a little bit of an off season and then come right. back in the spring because I do want to make my pro debut out Yay. here in Los Angeles. Ooh. Potentially. I will be there. In April. <laughs> Please do it in LA. I said I can be there. It is yes. here. It's, it's oh, a good. huge pro show out here. Oh, how fun. So. Uh, but yeah, look, and I think that's the other thing too is whether or not you're dieting for a competition or just dieting in life, if you come out of that diet or that weight loss period and you just go crazy on food and you're like, I've restricted myself for so long, I'm gonna eat all the quote unquote bad food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna bounce back and usually you gain more weight than you lost. Right. And I think that's a huge thing is like being aware of it because who thinks when they're going into a diet, especially for the first time, oh, I'm gonna, I need to think about my relationship with food. Like what? Right. You know, you're not thinking about that. You what don't does that think even about mean? it. You right. just think about how you look. Right. You're like, oh, I look great. But you're not thinking about how you're affecting your hormones, your stress levels, no. your sleep, your mindset. You're not thinking about that. So anybody listening to this, having a good relationship with food is one of the crucial things yes. to a healthy lifestyle. I'll leave this last little note before we go to the next one. Chris, my business partner, always says this and I love it. He says, the only foods that are bad for you or if they make you feel sick, or if you're allergic to them. There are no bad foods. Yes. So I always kind of quote that. I do love that. Um, awesome. Okay, rule number three. <laughs> we could go on all day yes, about literally. These. I was going to say, that is, I, I literally was not joking when I said that's another podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, But okay, rule number three is movement. You got to find the exercise that you love to do, and you have to do it. Yes, I love that. Because yeah. that's... I think a lot of people get stuck in like, oh, I follow a lot of bodybuilders on Instagram, so I need to bodybuilder. Oh, I follow runners on Instagram, so I need to run. Uh-huh. I'll give a personal example. So for, I want to say like two years, I ran half marathons. And I was, it was right after I graduated college. My dad is like my best friend, mm-hmm. as everybody who's ever met me knows, because I'm so annoying. You're I'm so like, cute. My dad's so You're cool. You're so cute. Shout out to Danny's yeah. dad. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Um, but so <laughs> my dad and I started running half marathons together. And so, you know, I... You know, I, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. But running was not, like, my passion. Right. I wasn't crazy about it. I enjoyed it. I liked doing something with my dad. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh, my God, I can't wait to run. Right. And it wasn't until I really started taking lifting seriously and bodybuilding seriously that I was like, oh, from a fitness standpoint, this is what I enjoy. And I like cardio, but I don't get out up in the morning thinking, like, I can't wait to run six miles. <laughs> like, I get up in the morning and I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait to squat 200 pounds. Like, that's what gets me right. out of bed. It's not the other side of yes. it. Yes. So I think it took that experience for me of learning what I liked and what I didn't like. And I grew up playing golf and tennis. And, I, you know, I was sort of more into golf and tennis. But it was, yep. it was learning what sports do I like? What do yeah. I enjoy doing? Do I like competing? Do I like doing things recreationally? And that's how I sort of right, found bodybuilding. You don't want to force yourself to do it if you don't like it. Right. But it's You're not going to do it. So I was listening to a podcast um, during my morning movement, yes. I call it. <laughs> yes. So I, I wake up in the morning and I just like to move and I go to the gym and I just walk on the treadmill for a little bit. And yeah. it's just a way for me to like meditate almost. Yeah, so long head. story short, you know, I'm an early morning person. So I wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I'm, I'm to the gym by 5.30. That's a lie because I see your stories at 4.45 a.m. That and you're like, true. I'm up and having a great day. I'm like, shut true. up. <laughs> I, I wake up so early. She's very early. I know. So um, anyway, so I was listening to this podcast. I don't even... Oh, it was... um. Oh, I can't think of his name. It's going to come to me at... Robbins. What's oh, his name? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Thank ding, you. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. I was listening to his podcast and he made a great point how when you like... You might love to do something, but you don't always want to do it. So this was a morning that I 
literally did not want to go do my morning movement, but it was like ingrained in my head. Like, this is part of my routine. Like, right. do it, you know? So I went to the gym and I'm listening to him and he, he nailed it right on the head when he was like, you just have to make it like part of a habit so that, yeah, you might not always want to do it, but when it's a habit, you're going to just consistently do it. Absolutely. So I've turned this quote unquote, I call it my morning movement into a daily routine. I never used to do this. Yeah. I never used to do this, but I love to move early in the morning. So yeah. I go to the gym and I just walk in the treadmill and I listen to some bomb podcasts and some bomb music. You listen to your own podcast. Literally my own <laughs> voice in my ears talking. Love that. You're like, I'm not self-absorbed. <laughs> no. No, um, I, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins. Yeah. So I listen to a lot of his stuff. I listen and to your coach's podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Paul, yeah, Paul's yeah. amazing. Um, I have a bunch of thoughts on this, but I think we're going to take a little break so we can pick up okay. my monologue after that. Let's do it. <laughs> we are back with Barbells and Bikinis. Hi, as always, I'm your host, Amelia. And for those that tuned in before, I have Danny, also known as my manager. Hello, it's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't annoy Amelia at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love Danny. I'm She's like, so hi, cute. what's up? Uh, so yeah, we were just kind of chatting a little bit about our third, it was our third rule, correct? Heck yeah, girl. Oh, yeah, our third rule, which is getting some <laughs> movement in that you like. Um, and I was thinking a lot about what I like to do. And for me, lately, it's been walking outside. I see yeah. your Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. You're like, BRB, just going to walk 20,000 <laughs> steps today. Well, literally, Amelia knows the story. And I maybe we'll do a longer podcast at some point where we'll talk about like adversity or something. But I um, got into a pretty brutal car accident earlier I was going to say this month, but it's not the same month. Yeah, Last I will month. I will make that another oh, podcast yeah. episode yeah. because so, I want to talk about that. Oh, good. So, well, so. maybe we'll do that this week. But I, uh, yeah, I got uh, into a pretty brutal car accident. So I no longer own a vehicle. <laughs> um, and then for a while I had my cast on, so I couldn't drive. So I was like, I guess I'm just going to walk everywhere. And I started walking everywhere. And I was like, wow, LA is a great place to walk. <laughs> not sure why I didn't think about that. Um, but so I've been getting outside and really enjoying it. And like like you, like I'll listen to podcasts. Like, and even now I've been taking all my, like I take a lot of phone calls during the day. Yeah. Because I'm a businesswoman. No. Um, you are. But so, um, yeah, I just was like, it's so much nicer to take calls. I'm not like sitting in an office or like sitting at home or like sitting wherever. Like yeah. it's nice just to be moving around. It makes me feel energized exactly. during the calls. So I think even little things, like when I worked in an office, I would sit a lot, like most of the day, because you know, you're doing emails, you're taking meetings, whatever. And if you don't actively work in time to move, you're probably not going to. So even if it's like you set an alarm and every hour you get up and you do 15 jumping jacks, like, yeah, everyone around you is gonna think you're crazy, but like, whatever. Yes, but that's part of like what I just, you know, said. So you have to make it part of part of your day. Totally. You have to yeah. turn it into a habit. Mm -hmm. So then even when you don't wanna do it, your mind is just gonna tell you, this is programmed in my day, I'm gonna freaking do it. Mm -hmm. Love I it. used to literally, I was like probably three years ago, like one of my first jobs when I like first started getting into fitness, I would literally, I had this crazy job and I'd be at work from like 7 a.m. to like 10 p.m. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, I think it was my first job, out of, it was my first job out of college and literally like, I would take little breaks, I would go to the bathroom and I would like do lunges or just like do a bunch of jump squats. Cause I was yeah. like, especially cause I really liked what I was doing. So I'd get so like locked into my computer and like locked into my phone calls and like wouldn't think about anything else. I was like, I haven't moved in eight hours. So let's let's turn that into a routine. Every commercial break on our episodes, we, we gotta do, do 20 jump squats. I know, we're both wearing like dresses <laughs> and like boot heels right now. So like, what a look. We'll just both start like doing planks on each other. Like, <laughs> But seriously, like I think when you work, you know, most people I feel like work in an office or mm -hmm. have some sort of sedentary lifestyle. and so. If you, you know, I can't think of anything worse for a human being than sitting hunched over, shoulders forward with that like tilt. Right. Like, right. All day. I literally cannot think of a worse thing. And yeah, that's why no. everyone says, oh, Americans are obese and they're unhealthy mm -hmm. and they're sedentary. But of course they are. That's what our lifestyles are conducive to. So if you can 
get your butt up and move. Yes, you guys, get up, move. If you're listening to, to this, this right, right now, now, I want you to do 20 jumping jacks. Yes. Ready? Go. go. We'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll just sit here. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Movement is key. Seriously. So um, moving on yes. to number four, yes. I believe. Is this I rule number so. four? Yes. yes, it is. Environmental factors, you yes. guys, is crucial. If you're surrounded by all the wrong people, you ain't going to get anything done in your life. Yes. You're, you're just going to be torn down. Um, and it's all about who you surround yourself with, like where you put yourself. You want to just make sure you're, I don't even know how to word this like if you're surrounded by people who all you do is drink all you're gonna do is drink right like think about i mean you we both went to college um i just thought about that for a second Mm -hmm. but i know that you went um and so you know look i was in a sorority in college we had a we had a good time (laughs) danny the little party girl literally oh god um but no i think about that sometimes of like i went out especially like towards my senior year i was like i don't have any classes left like woo but i went out all the time and now like i'll go out probably like maybe on a Friday night or a Saturday, but I don't stay out till four in the morning. I'm not partying my butt off. Like every once in a while, sure. But when you surround yourself, like for me, the people I talk to all day are in the fitness industry or yeah. in the health industry. They care so about So they wellness. go out in moderation. Right. It's and not like, every weekend. Yeah. And like, I'll always say to anyone, like, of course you can go out and drink. It's not going to ruin your your health. But if you're surrounding yourself by people who eat like crap, drink all the time, are miserable, how do you think you're going to become? Right. Like, I never loved the expression, like you become who your friends are. Because it's like, yes, you're an independent person, you have autonomy, but it's it is true to some degree it is. that the people who you are with constantly are going to have an impact impact on the way that you behave. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. I've I've found myself, you know, when I moved from Wisconsin to LA, it was like mm-hmm. the weirdest, scariest move, scariest thing I've ever done. That that'll yeah. be a whole other episode in itself. I grew up four minutes from here, <laughs> and I've never lived anywhere but four minutes from here, so not relatable. But <laughs> crazy. But um, I struggled with finding the right, the right crowd of people because when I first moved out here, I lived in this like, this giant house with all these people in it, and it was like it housed like artists and stuff and it was just a temporary living situation i've heard of that place yeah yeah. but i i found myself just going out and drinking and not really getting my goals done uh, you know stuff that i wanted to get done done i had so i moved out to los angeles for a dream i had a dream and i still have a dream and it's just you know but i was just partying and i was with all these people who all they wanted to do was go out and drink seriously but i i think it's human nature to like get wrapped up in what's happening around you and it doesn't mean you're a bad person or you're screwing up but it does mean like right you have to be really careful with who you surround yourself with like that's why the people that i spend most of my time with like you a lot of the trainers that i yeah. hang out with like they train they mm-hmm. eat well they take care of their bodies and when they want to go out they go out have a couple of drinks yeah and, that's it. and it's not like what i was you know for a while a same thing i had friends who partied till five in the morning and they'd go out all night and they would go to class hungover yeah. and it's like I just realized at a certain point like that's not the lifestyle that I'm interested right. in I have things that are to me just different priorities right and it doesn't mean that I'm better than somebody or they're worse than me and absolutely that not our, our goals are different it, it, exactly so if you're listening to this episode right now and you've kind of if and you found yourself like you're just down and you're a little lost in life maybe reevaluate who you're surrounding yourself with because a lot of times people don't even realize that they're just surrounded by all the all this negative energy and it's just and people who just don't see what they see like i think if you have a vision of what you want to get done Mm -hmm. and you surround yourself with people who are like nah man we're going to a club like it's it's like you know it's hard to get anything done and i've always felt like that is that you know you become who you spend the most time with and if you spend time with awesome motivated kick butt people that's what you're going to become 
Amen, sister. Mm-hmm. Amen. And even I think the other thing is like, look at who you live with. I know that's like a, uh, I don't want to say controversial, but it's like a little bit of a yikes thing to say. Yeah. But it's so funny because freshman 15, like all that kind of stuff, the people that you live with, the way that they eat, the yep. way they behave, whether or not they exercise, that impacts you. It does. If you live with somebody who exercises 24-7 and is in great shape, that's going to either motivate you or if you live with somebody who eats like crap, has tons of chips and junk food in the house and drinks all the time, like yep. how do you think that's going to impact you? So that's something to look at too. Right. No, you're you're 100% yeah. not that key you on should that. run out and sublease your place or sublet your place this second, but it's Yeah, we're to telling at. you to move out of your apartment Basically, right now. Basically, you should move out. <laughs> that's our advice. Just come too. live with Danny and I. Yeah, we're, we're great. We have room. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we don't live together. Right, I, I know. We'll, we'll get a place and then we'll just call it housing for people who hate their roommates. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So our last rule that we have yes. for the five, what do we call this? Five, five golden rules of getting in great shape. Not silver? Golden. 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 Not even silver. Not even, Not even bronze. <laughs> These so are dumb. golden rules, guys. Um, reducing stress and anxiety. Yes. Meditation, you guys. Like, do something for yourself. Get out mm-hmm. and just do something that it, it doesn't involve work. Yes. That's, like, my, my meditation is my morning movement. Yes. I know it's, like relatable to this episode because yeah. we were just talking about no, but how I you should it. move yes but that's my meditation because i enjoy it i i've been also i've been making an effort to go to the beach every day wow just to see the water just because yes. um gold's gym you know is like right, right, right there the beach, yeah. so i lift and then i'm like all right amelia get your booty down <laughs> to the gym or down <laughs> to the gym yeah. down to the water yeah. and so i go down there and i just relax relax yeah. and i've been doing my handstands so i go down there and do handstands and yeah TikTok content. Go TikTok follow Amelia on TikTok. Or the TikTok. Follow my TikTok. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a huge thing is that I used to have this philosophy and it's something that I'm still working on. I shouldn't even say a philosophy, just a mindset. Yeah. That if I wasn't stressed out or I didn't feel overwhelmed, it meant I wasn't doing enough. Yeah. Which is dumb, to be honest. Super like, dumb. It's, it's like, no, if you're not stressed out, it's because you're managing your time well. And it took me a long time to learn that of like, if I'm not racing around and panicking and my heart's pounding and I'm stressed out, like, uh, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally just actually, if you go on the Show Up Fitness re- website, I literally just wrote a whole article and posted it about exactly that, like how you can reduce your stress. Really? Yeah. But I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, showupfitness.com. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like on their, their blog section. But I, because I was thinking about it, and I think especially like you own a business, I own a business. For yeah. business owners, the attitude a lot of times is I need to do everything. I need to be go, 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 go 24-7 or I'm not working hard. Right. And, like, no, people who work hard and people who are smart manage their time so that they're not stressed out. And, like, obviously you're going to have moments that are stressful and days that are stressful. Mm -hmm. But if you actually manage your time, if you understand what your priorities are, you don't need to be freaking out constantly. That's not a good thing. Yeah. That's – you have to find something that you enjoy doing and make sure you take the time to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. if you are – really into watching a Netflix series, make sure to take the time out of your day and watch an episode right. of your or Netflix series. If it's, if it's going for a walk. If Reading, it's, yeah. writing. Listening to a podcast. Listen to and barbells and bikinis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, even then too, like if you think about from a weight loss perspective, like if you're trying to get in good shape and you have all this stress, cortisol is literally a stress hormone, a stress hormone. that impedes weight loss. So yeah. if you're trying to lose weight and your stress levels are four times the healthy amount, your body doesn't know if you're you know, running from a wild boar or if your boss yelled at you. <laughs> like, your body from a physiological perspective legitimately does not understand the difference. I don't know why. I just got yeah. a vision in my head of Danny running, running from, from a, a wild boar. boar. I'm, like, not that fast. My mile's, like, 10 minutes. So, like, that's literally how I'm going to die. 
It's just like out in like the jungle somewhere, just like a slow jog. Oh, I'm see like, you I'm later, going Danny. As fast as I You're can. going down. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. Uh, we're it's just, just a little more. We're much. like only we're like only funny to each other. <laughs> no one else is gonna. Everyone's think this like is funny. this is not funny. No, but I mean seriously, like if you're full sprint, you're like you know, it's like caveman times. You're being chased. Cortisol right. rises. Yeah. If you are getting screamed at by your boss, cortisol rises. Your body yep. doesn't say, oh, well, this is not a real threat. This is just a perceived threat. It doesn't know. And so if you have these major things that your body perceives as threats in your life, your cortisol levels will be chronically elevated, which is literally one of the reasons that people cannot lose weight. Stress yeah. management. Yeah. So you have to take time out of your day and and put it towards meditation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my, you know. I really, my mom is going to listen to this episode and be like, you don't meditate, Danielle. I don't. I'm working on it. Like You're getting there. She constantly sends me these, like, links to, like, Oprah Winfrey meditations and is like, you should do this. I'm like, I'll, at some point, yes. There's an app for it that I have. Calm. Yeah. Love yeah. That one. Yes. Yeah. And it, it does help um, because I'm a small town girl living in this crazy giant city of Los right. Angeles. It's very go, go, go. So it's super unlike anything I'm used to yeah. and I have to have to relax take some time and just breathe and yeah. I just literally have to just like sit there and take deep breaths because it's you know not something I'm used to so yeah. and I think for me I'm very I don't want to say bad but like I am guilty of really getting in my own head to the point where like I'll be freaking out about something that's not real for like a pretty long period of time, like yeah. a good hour. And I'll be like, oh my God, this thing's going to happen and then everything's going to fall apart and oh my God, my life is ending. And then like two hours later, I'll be like, that was not real. Right. Like I'll like, I'll think somebody's going to like freak out on me about something and then I'll like read the text and I'm like, thanks so much for doing this. And I'm like, I'm yeah, crazy. Yeah, right, right. But it's like you create these scenarios in your head where everything's going to fall apart. So like for me, I'm getting better at just saying, okay, that's done. Whatever that situation is, is going to play out how it's going to play out. If I don't have control of it, I'm not going to freak mm-hmm. out about it. Like, that's, yeah, that's what it is. that's me. I'm so chill. I go with the flow. Yes, that's you do. You are I the preach. chillest person I, just, I know. I'm not chill. relatable. <laughs> I just go with the flow, and whatever's supposed to happen will happen. I so. say as I get, like, con- 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Continually more high-strung. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, I slowly, like, just get more and more stressed out. You're like, I'm so chill. I'm like, I have caffeine in me. I'm not chill. I'm, I'm sitting here right now. I'm just, like, this is, I'm just in the moment. Yeah. I, I need to live I in the moment. on that. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is for someone like me, I definitely should reduce my caffeine intake because if you're chronically stressed oh, out. Oh, yeah. I, I, I yeah. drink a lot of caffeine. Yeah. If you, have, if you have chronic stress, pounding caffeine at the rate that we do is not great for you. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So, anyways, yes. well... We're going to wrap this episode up. Um, if you guys are listening to this, take these five golden rules into consideration. If you are on any sort of a weight loss journey or just in general, I think yeah, they're just good to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to yes. my podcast, Barbells and Bikinis. I so appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's thank a blast you for, as always. for coming on of this course. episode. Anytime. And I hope all of you guys have the best day ever. Peace out.